Good morning, San Francisco, Montreal. Welcome back to the Ryan Sullivan Show podcast, episode 29. Coming to you live and direct on a Boxing Day morning here. Reminding you to brush your teeth and get your cat and dog spayed or neutered. Just a message there from the local SPCA society. So... I watched The Matrix Resurrection yesterday, bruh, and I am going to review that MF right here on the show for you, but you got to listen to the podcast to get it. I'm talking to you, Instagram. So, um, yeah, bro, bruh, among many things. Now, how was Christmas? We're going to talk about it. How's the ma- And also talk about Don't Look Up, that new John with Leo DiCaprio. So it's going to be a dope show today, folks. Um, yeah, freaking where to, where to begin? So an interesting, an interesting Christmas, a good one. Um, yeah, I worked, I worked this Christmas because, uh oh, as always. Uh, uh, why do I always burp on the podcast? Don't know, but we roll with the punches. So, um, yeah, interesting, interesting Christmas. Um, decided not to go home because of coves. Because it just would have been a nightmare. There was just like the pro and cons, the pros versus cons of going home versus staying here in Montreal were extremely one-sided. The pros were really get to see my family the cons were um oh well just the logistics side of things like my parents were like okay so for those of you that don't know there was an outbreak at my work and like i think everyone but me got it (laughs) or pretty close um and uh yeah, I got tested on Monday and I passed, even though that doesn't, you know, there's a lot of false negatives. And uh, anyway, um, I uh, I decided not to mess with it because, yeah, the pros were get to see my family, but the cons were like, you know, of course, potentially getting sick. Now, also, this was a very chill COVID, like this drop, this COVID drop was fire, you know? Like, like this variant, this, this COVID drop was actually fire. Like if you're going to get it, this one was the one to get, like go line up early and cop that new COVID bruh. Cause symptoms are mellow. Symptoms are Carmelo Anthony on them. Doggy runny nose, scratchy throat. Boom. Develops some antibodies. Whoa. Onto the next one, son. So go out and go cop that new COVID variant available now fucking everywhere. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, pretty much though, people aren't, some people are quite sick, but anyway, whatever. The logistics would have been like, okay, my mom was like, okay, so when you land, you're going to now. Again, I te- I was clean early week, but then there was I was supposed to fly on Thursday to go home to Calgary. And of course, the highest risk situation would have been in the goddamn airplane. And so and then my mom was like, "Okay, so when you land at the airport, 
dad's going to meet you in the parking lot. <laughs> dad's going to meet you in the parking lot and give you a test. And then if you pass the test, you can come home. But then of course, if I had picked it up and then there was going to be period like daily testing, um, while I was home. But of course, if I picked it up in the airport, in the airplane, we wouldn't know till three days later, by which point I would have already given it to my parents. And that just would have ruined everything. Like my parents may get it on their own, um, by their own damn selves, but I don't want to be the one to give it to them. And so it was just high risk, you know? And there was a whole other and probably more important side to the whole thing, which was that we're launching a new brand um, today slash tomorrow. I think it's going to be tomorrow now because we're just uh, dotting some T's and crossing some I's. So stay tuned for that, folks. Dropping a new fitness and apparel brand uh, within the next 48 hours, that's for sure. So we've already got two brands rocking and rolling, that being Montreal Weights. Uh, home gym equipment and Maddle, the number one paddleboard supply company in Canada. That's not the official tagline and whatever. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, and add to that uh, this new brand, um, which is just fun. It's never boring. That's for goddamn sure. So I've been working and most specifically on copywriting. Um, so preparing all of the text for all of the couple of dozen, I don't know, three, four dozen Instagram and Facebook ads. Um, and equally, if not more important is preparing all the email flows. So, uh, creating the thank you flow, the, so after someone makes a purchase, they get a trickle of certain emails the welcome flow. So after someone subscribes to our website, there's a certain amount. Um, and then, uh, fuck, which makes me, I, you just witnessed me thinking of remembering something that I had forgot that I was supposed to fucking put in. Um, God damn it. Uh, so anyways, and then there's the abandoned cart uh, sorry, the abandoned browse flow. So when someone's been looking through the site, they get a thread of emails over the space of a couple weeks on, you know, the shit that they looked at on the website and then the abandoned cart. So once someone adds something to cart, there's a series of emails they'll receive about that. So, um, setting all that up, um, is been what I've been doing for the last like week straight. Um, and so, yeah, again, if I'd gone home, I just would have been doing that from Calgary's. It was what it would have been, which wouldn't have been bad, but whatever. It's just, it's just mind blowing that it's been almost two years that we've been dealing with this shisa. But anyways, yeah, did the old uh, classic uh, family Zoom and uh, that's that. That's Christmas. Craft dinner for dinner. Mother effer. Uh, not a joke, but whatever. Um, I fucking love Spiral KD. It's the only craft dinner I eat, bro. Uh, but today I'll have something a little more nicey-nice. Um... I got a steak from the farmer's market like a goddamn idiot. I knew it was going to be expensive. 
I didn't think it was going to be $40 for two steaks, bro. <laughs> but I got trapped, man. It was I, on Christmas Eve. I went to the farmer's market and I was like, I knew it was going to be expensive. I thought, I thought these steaks were going to be like mm, maybe 10 or 15 bucks a piece. So it wasn't insane, but it was just like, fuck, I got to the cash register and like there was a line. And so I was just stuck. And I was also like, bro, you're alone for Christmas. You ain't doing shit. Um, and it's like, it's not annoying. It's not annoying. It's not annoying. Um, it's not an, it's not annoying, not doing anything for Christmas. It's annoying explaining it <laughs> on social media to people, which they're not wrong for you. People you're alone for Christmas. They just care. I know. But having to tell like 30 people why I'm not going home. Um, but your boy, you know, smarter than your average bear. I just had I, I just had a, a copy paste ready to go. Well, there's actually two reasons why I didn't go home. In this long paragraph that I was just copy pasting. So, um, so not to be rude, but to just maximize, you know? Because also it's that thing. Sometimes you wonder, do people, are they just, it's easy for you. I don't know. I have an issue. Uh, well, I don't have an issue, whatever. I don't want to get too negative. But when like people ask how you're doing, but they don't mean it, don't, you know, how, how are you? It's like, you cannot bother. I will meet that with as much effort. Don't get me wrong. Good. How are you? But if you don't bring anything and sometimes you get one of those texts where you're just like, you have to decide, okay, am I going in or nah? you know? Um, and, uh, cause sometimes it's someone that means something to you and, um, how, how has everything been most annoying text message on earth is how has everything been or what's new? That's highly obnoxious. Asking somebody what's new to me is mean. <laughs> Don't come to me asking me what's new. Nothing, bruh nothing. What do you want to hear? I went skydiving. I shot a deer. I don't know, man. What's new with you? You go first. If you want to ask a extremely vague surface level question like that, then bring something to the table. <laughs> you got to go first. And then at the end, you can go, and how about you? You know what I mean? But just coming in, just throwing out that conversational grenade of, hey, so how is everything? Excuse me? How dare you? <laughs> you can take that all the way back. Um, and especially when it comes to work-related stuff, you, you see it all the time in work situations. So hope all is well. So how, you know, just no, cut to it especially when you're at work, just cut right down. We're at work. We're being paid to be here. So are you. So let's skip the bullshit. You know what I mean? Anyway, uh, I don't know what that has to do with anything, but that's what you get here on the Ryan Sullivan show podcast available on Spotify and here, December 26th, episode 29. So, um, yeah, fricking frocking fudge uh so yeah anyway 
it was just a lot of stress to go home. And then there's this, uh, I don't remember where I got sidetracked there, folks. But yeah, oh yeah, the expensive steak. It was fine. But like, I'm from Alberta. You can't, you can't come at me with no amount of beef that going to be better than Alberta beef, babe. I don't really buy, I don't really buy steak because there is only one steak master in the universe. And that is my father. Uh. All other steaks are inferior. Top sirloin um, or tenderloin. My dad and nothing complicated, you know, salt, pepper, olive oil and uh, onto the barbecue. Um, but yeah, I got caught up and, uh, was like, oh, I'm going to treat whatever I'll treat myself. It was, it was fine. Still not as good as my dad's though. My dad, you know, he's a baby boomer. So of course he knows like the, like the butchers or knows which days to go to the grocery store to get the certain butchers, like in the grocery store. It's like, that's one of the funny differences between boomers and like everyone since is that they like it it just was like that for them for in that time was like knowing people whereas now like can you imagine i can't imagine bothering somebody like that like nowadays it's like selfish like when i'm on the on the rare occasion when i'm visiting home or something and i don't know it's just it's just that like that entitlement especially when you see boomers interact with somebody when they're working, you know, like when you're at winners and your mom asks the winners employee about something and if they have it in blue and like how it looks and like all these questions and stuff. And I just feel so bad for the employee <laughs> because boomers are so entitled, man. And I often am just like, yo, do you know that this person doesn't want to be here? Like your job as a customer is to be as least of a pain as the ass as possible. But boomers have this entitlement where they feel like it is their right to be as much of a pain in the ass as they can because you work here. And uh, the common, the present day term for this is uh, Karen's. So different time. You know, um, and I don't know which one is right or wrong because because uh, I like in that time, you know, 40 years ago, yeah, develop a relationship for the clerk at wherever the fuck. But now it's going to be a different person anytime you go back to the store, bro. Like, why are you hassling this person? <laughs> you know. <laughs> But it's it's cute too, and it's a reminiscent of a time that will never be again. So, anyhow, um, yeah, that's kind of it. I've just been grinding, which has kind of been a nice distraction because, um, not going home on its own, it probably would have been pretty depressed. But not going home and having plenty to do, like, um, I've worked full days. In fact, I've worked like more than full days uh, for the last week. Excuse me. Sorry, mom. Um, so 
Um, yeah. I don't, I can't really complain. Um, this was a very, very nice December thus far. And we keep rocking and rolling. So, of course, I have been watching shit. And there were two very hot drops recently. And the first, most importantly, was uh, yesterday. The Matrix Resurrection came out. And I I am a f- whatever-ist where I really, really don't like when Hollywood messes with things that I have a deep love for. But the Wachowskis are so legendary that I knew... I, well, I was really... I didn't know shit. I don't know shit, bro. But I was really looking forward to The Matrix. And um, I don't know. I like going to the theater, but, like, do I really, though? Do I really, though? Like, I have a 49-inch TV that I sit... My setup has me, you know, maybe five feet away from the TV. Bro, I'm in the theater. Like, maybe the sound isn't as good. But I, like, to be honest, like, the fact that you cannot pause when you go to the theater. Now, of course, it's the event, the affair of going to the theater, which is fun. But there is almost always several times in the movie where I wish I could get up for a minute. Because I'm 90 years old. Got to keep that blood flowing or my feet are going to get cold. (laughs) But actually, though, you know, I don't like being told what to do. Ever. And when you go to a movie, you're being told what to do for whatever that time is. Now, unless the movie is so good that you zero of the time think about, like, a true wonderful movie you don't this the thought of getting up like your mind doesn't want her want her wander you are totally enthralled in the in the movie but this is almost impossible i this happened to me recently which was so so amazing and it was dune dune was like three hours long it felt like half an hour I did not think about anything outside of the movie for the entire duration. I don't remember the last time that happened. Uh, I was so, so involved with Dune. I just loved it. So anyway, um, Matrix would have been one that you might think like, oh, you should go to the theater. But when people say you should really go to theater, like "Mm, Dune, yeah, okay. But I don't know, really though, you don't fuck, if you have a nice display at home, come on, son, why, why, you can actually lay down and shit, and people, that's an, and another thing, yo, there is a special place in hell for people who check their phones in a movie theater, and it happens, and I have on a few occasions yelled in the theater at people, put your phone away, I've done it two or three times. I find it so obnoxious. And you might say, relax. No. No. That's so unacceptable to me. And when people post on their socials, like, during a movie in the theater, oh my god. 
I uh, that's an unfollow, bro. That's an unfollow. Are you fucking kidding me? Now coming from a guy who's on his phone all the time, but there's some shit that you just don't do, bro. Checking your phone in a movie theater is one of them. You're going to hell. So selfish. Everyone can see it. It is so distracting, my guy. Brutal. Zero taller. Like, it ruins it. It ruins it for me. Because it's super distracting. And then I, I think about how much I hate that person the whole rest of the movie. But it happens because you're in a room with however many people. So you got you to gotta pick your battles. And I choose to not go to movie theaters. So yesterday, I'm su- so surprised that I found a total 1080p, maybe even 4K rip of The Matrix on the day it comes out. I loved it, bro. I loved it. Why? Because it completely acknowledged the previous Matrix Matrix Sixes. And I knew that it was a continuation. I knew that it was a, like, I heard whatever, that, like, it was, in fact, a sequel. But they never, it never is, like, a, most sequels aren't, like, real sequels. Like, most sequels don't actually pick up where they left off. And it had been a a full 20 years since the first Matrix. And I won't spoiler, um... But it was just really cool how they did it. Because I thought going in, I was like, how how are they going to pull this off? Like, such a legendary series. Like, maybe the greatest sci-fi trilogy. I know people hate on the second and the third. I'm not a big fan of the third. But you always need a third. Nobody likes the third Godfather either. But you need it. And a lot of people hate on the second. I love the second Matrix. Um... But it was just super well done. I loved it. There were several times where I was sitting here on my couch in 4K HD going, yeah! Like I audibly yelled, yeah! Three or four times. And it just was for me. Like, I think, I don't know, whatever. It was for me. That movie was for me. And there's it's probably going to catch a lot of shit because... Why would, you know, people are going to, I don't know what they're going to say. That's And that's fine to each their own. I loved it. Now, what I didn't, that's my computer telling me it's almost time's up. What I didn't love that much was don't look up. Adam McKay, who did the big short, and I knew it was going to be kind of quirky. It was too quirky. I was mostly annoyed as I watched this movie. And that's probably what they were going for to show how ignorant Americans are. But it was really, it was just an exaggeration, but like not that much of an exaggeration of like what were to happen. I mean, they didn't have Trump in it, but essentially it's like, what if the Trump presidency received news that, a meteor was going to smash into earth and end the planet in six months. And it's sort of a sensationalization of that. Um, and like, it was good. It was worth watching because Leo and Jennifer Lawrence, um, and there were some other bangers in there, 
But it was just like kind of annoying. Like it tried really hard. It tried really hard. Oh, Jonah Hill's in it too. And uh, not Glenn Close, but the other one, Devil Wears Prada. Um, whatever her name is. She plays the president of the United States. Um, it's just not, I don't know. I knew it was going to be quirky and it just like, it just mostly annoyed me. It was still fun to watch, but it was just kind of, kind of whatever. I don't know. Like the, the measure of a good movie, if I can boil it down as far as I can. And I said this, well, yeah, sort of like a measure, a measuring stick for me is what, after I watch a movie for the first time, I say to myself, am I going to watch that again? If the answer is no, it doesn't mean the movie was bad, but it was just like, okay, got it. And we're done. I'll, I'll probably never watch. Don't look up again. I will absolutely watch Matrix Resurrection again. And, I, and I'm not saying immediately. It might be 10 years from now. But that's kind of one of my measuring sticks. Um, but both both were fun. Um, I was just hyped to be able to watch Resurrection on Christmas Day. It was fire. And uh, yeah, if I had to rate out of 10, like for me, Matrix Resurrection was like, was a eight and a half nine. I loved it. And don't look up was like hmm, six and a half, seven. So, um, that's really it. Um, I'm just going to be chilling, bruh, probably for the whole next week until next week. We'll go back to work cause everyone's on Covey. Um, but I'm just chilling. I don't really have much more uh, to talk about, in which case I'm going to just cut myself off and get back to this business of chasing paper. <laughs> right? Right? No days off, my guy. Um, But no, I'm kind of glad that I have this like big distraction of work shit to do because holidays and not going home and a big wave of malaria. Um... We're good, man. So, yeah, you know, fuck it. Oh, I've also been going through all the Spider-Mans. And I saw, um, I don't know, it's funny how, like, the, the series, like, how the movies can be so different. Well, it really comes down to the director. And I'm being a bad fan, I'm kind of jumping all over the place, but I watched the OG, not the OG OG, but the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man one. It's a classic. Um, and then I jumped over to the amazing Spider-Man one with Simon Garfield. Loved it. It was the amazing Spider-Man one was awesome. So last I started watching the amazing Spider-Man two, the Andrew Garfield socks. <laughs> It sucks. So I think they must have changed director. That's usually what it comes down to. Uh, but um, anyway, yeah. Combing through the Marvel Universe, my guy. As well. That's what I'm doing this holiday season is catching up on shit to watch. So with that, I will leave you to it. Um, stay blessed. Stay blessed.
Much love. Thank you for listening to the Ryan Sullivan Show podcast. Peace.